0: Everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of your hash, your favorite hashtag best worst anime podcast round. It is your host, Mitch. Sadly, today I am alone without Sky, but it got a little bit brighter when these two lovely guests said they would come on and talk. Probably one of my favorite music animes of all time. And uh, with me today, uh, if you haven't seen from the title, uh, spoiler alerts from the title who's on today, uh, we have Mason from the AAA Podcast. Hello, Mason.
1: Oh, hello there. I'm so glad you introduced me first, because (laughs) I know you and our following guests both have very bombastic intros that I couldn't (laughs) match. So I'm glad to be sandwiched between you guys, (laughs) because there's no way I'd be able to follow two of you guys. Hmm. So... Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Glad to watch a uh, great show again and have an excuse to talk about it. I mean,
0: I have been looking for an excuse to talk about this show, so it's great. But, without further ado, sh- the bomb with the bomb, the the bang andang diggy diggy-diggy. Um, I don't know the rest of the song, so uh, the bombastic, fantastic Sam from Anime Summit. Hello, Sam.
2: Hey, how much girl? Ah, What's up?
0: Uh, uh, Another beautiful day. And it's a beautiful day to talk about. Next to Dragon Ball Z, probably one of my favorite animes of all time. People know me. I, uh, I stand hard. I mean, like, hard on that Dragon Ball Z fandom. But this show has almost taken Dragon Ball Z away from me. And we are talking about Beck, the Mongolian Chop Squad. Oh just just, ah so before we go too deep into this what has everybody been watching and or reading this week
1: oh oh boy well uh reading wise i guess i'll go first just be real quick Uh, i've been starting my reread of jojo's bizarre adventure part eight uh the manga seems to be approaching its end so i've been gearing up for a big like retrospective of that And as far as watching, uh, doing a big retrospective, another one, of the entire spring 2021 season, and I have not been keeping up with those shows, so I've been watching, like, 15 to 20 episodes a day trying to catch up on this spring season, so it's been a mad dash to try to get prepared for that.
0: Yeah, no, we, uh, we got to the point where me and Sky were, like, before we recorded the last episode, we're like... Maybe we shouldn't do the seasonals because we're not that kind of show. You know, it doesn't fit the vibe mm-hmm. for us to do like what, I mean, everyone else is doing. So like, which is a shame because I was really enjoying the seasons and I'm, I gotta finish everything because everything is just about wrapped up or is wrapped up.
1: So it'd be easier to do. Yeah, within a couple days. I, I
0: mean, like, how many episodes, did they say how many episodes Tokyo Revengers is getting yet? I don't
2: believe so. It's going into next, I'm pretty sure. Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah, it's definitely at least the two-core. It's definitely at least 20-some episodes, but I do not believe that they've announced if it's going to be longer.
0: Yeah, because I know Mal had uh, question marks under how many episodes it was getting, so I'm like, oh, this is going to be a long, thick boy, isn't it? Which Uh, I'm I'm fine with.
1: I'm not guessing, like, you know, I, I can't see it being more than three cores. I'm guessing between two and three is my unprofessional opinion as someone who has not read the manga.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm caught up in the manga, and Wikipedia says twelve episodes, so maybe it's ending just right here. But no, no. but given where it ended, there will probably be at least another five cores of this. Oh, damn! Yeah, at least another 50 some episodes.
0: Yeah. I, am, I am perfectly fine but, with that. I am loving this show. Well, and I, I, it's oh, just, I don't know.
2: It paces pace kind of quick, so maybe like another 40, maybe, but like, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I've been uh, really getting motivated that I think after I'm done watching whatever comes out, I might just go and read the manga because that's my thing now is I'm starting to read manga now too, so I my weeb powers grow stronger.
1: Yeah, There you go. And I feel like, you know, from what I have read a little bit of the Tokyo Revengers manga, it seems to be perhaps the better avenue compared to the anime.
2: Yeah, I can kind of agree with that. I think, um, well, the problem with the anime too is like the versions that we're getting, they censor the the Manji symbol in weird ways um, because it's... It's a swastika, but obviously the manja symbol faces the other way, and it's squared. Whereas, like, the Nazi symbolism is in a diamond shape and faces the other way. Um, but, like, I can understand why. Um, but it, 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 a lot of people got upset over it, so... Um, and I think we also thought the animation was going to be a little better. That being said, the fight scenes, like, were still pretty okay, I think. The August 3rd rumble was pretty good. Um... I don't know. I think it's. I think it's pretty good. I think it's fine. I it probably didn't live up to a lot of people's expectations. I think people expected highly of it, of the anime, just because they expected so much of the manga, or because the manga's so good. But it still has like an eight on Mal, which is pretty good. Which I know Mal scores can be like whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, Tokyo Avengers is pretty fire. Regardless, I think like, I think you're gonna have a good time doing either or, or both, but. That's one of the ones I'm reading right now, and then I'm just catching up on seasonals. Other than that, uh, I am really excited for summer season. Um, in terms of manga, I'm reading... Like, ones I'm caught up on, Jujutsu Kaisen, Tokyo Revengers, um, uh, Ranger Reject, uh, Undead Unluck, Kaiju No. 8,
1: that's a good one. Yeah, Kaiju number eight. I've oh, been really eight. enjoying Kaiju. I, There's not a lot of it yet, but it's been it's slapping so I, far. I'm
0: still working on that first chapter. I, I'm I, I'm still trying. I'm still getting used to reading manga again. So I'm only reading like two, like ones that are like currently coming out. And I know like you know Kaiju and that's coming out, but I'm like like reading from first day release right now, and I'm trying to just uh, deadlock undead deadlocker i believe it was called
2: undead unlock yeah that's what i'm reading right now yeah yeah undead unlock yeah like the the power system in undead unlock is just like i think undead unlock and kaiju number eight what i like about them is like the protagonists are not some kids you know like they're not some like kids who got this situation thrown in front of them they're like adults and they're like fuck how would i approach this in a rational way but they still have like that drive that a youth you know a kid would you know and it's really cool um sometimes when you read a lot of shonen you just kind of get sick of it it's like why are we doing this to kids like (laughs) like why are we torturing high school kids and shit like (laughs) but like Yeah, and then, I mean, obviously Witch Hat Atelier, but, like... Yeah, fuck. Witch Hat Atelier, the reason why I let it go for so long is because it comes out monthly. So it's just, like, the chapters come out so slow, in my opinion. Monthly is so, like... Oh, man. I feel like monthly is perfect for, like, really good manga, because, like, you could take a little longer on doing each chapter, but then it's, like, you wait so long for, like, a volume to come out or whatever. And I'm kind of past whatever volume's out here in the in North America, but... Yeah.
1: Ka- Witch Hat looks so good, though. It's so worth it. Yeah,
2: Kamame Shirahama, like, doesn't play games. Like, she is she's undefeated. She's so good. But yeah, pretty much just catching up on Seasonal and reading all that, which reminds me that I have to read the latest chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen because I forgot that... Oh, no! Jujutsu Kaisen's on break right now for a couple more weeks. That's right. Never mind. Never mind! Because the... Uh, Gege is uh, taking a break, because they've been, I guess they were telling him to take a break for like the last like three, four months, and he was like, no, I'm fine. And then he finally took one. <laughs> it's like, but yeah. Yeah, dude, Tokyo Revengers is pretty wild, I would say. Um, watching My Hero 5th season right now is uh, making me want to go read the manga. Ah! Uh... And, I'm trying not to, because that's the one I don't want to, like, I don't know. I'd rather just wait for the show, but the latest chapter in the manga was supposed to be like hard, like crazy. So, yeah, dude, that's not what I'm reading and watching so right now.
0: I so last week, uh, me and the wife decided to start uh, rewatching Demon Slayer because uh, the one day at work I was watching, uh, I was watching One Piece. I've been slowly grinding on that one piece, and uh, I saw that Mugen Train finally came on um, Funimation. So I'm like, "Okay, I know what I'm doing for the next like two days." Is I'm binging Demon Slayer, or Demon Slayer again, and then I'm watching the movie. And then that happened, and I watched the movie, and holy crap, that fucking movie was amazing, just amazing, fucking amazing. amazing.
2: Uh, so cool such uh, a sweet ride like literally and figuratively because you're like on a train most of the time (laughs) but like yeah it's it's looking crazy like it's so sweet Uh, it it just makes
0: me want to watch the movie again and i'm just i'm so excited to see what the new season's gonna be like so but you know it's got that hype of the movie so you hope the second season's gonna deliver like uh the movie but you know who knows but uh yeah um I'm on episode what am I on 82 of One Piece so I'm slowly getting up to that 100 slowly Um jeez I watch I'm watching for like the fifth or sixth time I'm watching uh Full Metal Alchemist again because uh I'm going to be on a podcast soon where we're discussing it so
1: the uh, original one or Brotherhood? Uh, Brotherhood. Okay, I've nice. I've
0: seen the original, and I, when they were like, oh, do you want to do like the full Metal Alchemist episode? I'm like, yeah, sure, but I'm watching only Brotherhood because I found Brotherhood was so much more enjoyable than the original. So, And then... Sure. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing that soon, so that's going to be awesome. And then, uh, yeah, I watched... Uh, a couple episodes of the show that we're talking about today and just get a little refresher because it's been about a year since I watched it, but I mean a year of watching the show like four or five times really is fine. So yeah. And, uh, with that being said, um, I believe we should hop into some lovely fan questions. Um, I did get a fan question and it was from the, uh, the amazing mod of the, uh, Talk and Anime Network Discord, uh, Mister Detective Neckbeard, uh, gave us the fan question. <laughs> so two questions, uh, since it's the only questions we have. Uh, what is your, what is everyone's favorite band slash song?
1: Like nope. Outs, outside of Can't the anime, that, buddy. <laughs> outs,
0: yeah, outside of anime.
1: Ooh, that's tough. I'm I know, going to know. Do they have to be, like, the same answer, like, the best band and their, like, best song?
0: No, you can do uh, your favorite band and then your favorite song doesn't have to be by the same band.
1: Oh. Yeah, you go first, Mason, because I literally gotcha. can't, Just like... make it up. No one really cares. Will yeah. my favorite band, Uh, you know, me being <laughs> just an elitist, you know, underground boy that uh, just has to be contrarian... I'm a big fan of the band Between the Buried and Me. They're a...
0: Yes! Oh oh my
1: goodness. I don't even know how to categorize them, but they're a little bit of everything wrapped up in a metal, you know, envelope. Uh, A lot of long, ambitious, like, nine, 15-minute songs with just no choruses, no constant verses, just jumping from one ADHD riff idea to the next. You got slide whistle solos, you got orchestral bits, you got jazz fusion you get it's all in there and it's uh unruly and unpredictable and it's just a pure raw like musicianship flex that i have learned to love over the years and uh maybe i'm just saying that because i'm really excited because i'm gonna go see them in like a month and a half but
2: uh yeah after like being locked in for a while yeah going to a
1: concert yeah they're a very Um, very good
2: band between the buried and me, I first heard them when they signed the victory records. Yes. Like two thousand four or whatever. Yeah, it's like progressive metal, but like in the beginning they were doing a lot of like metalcore mm-hmm. and now they've like progressed into like these very crazy like I'm pretty sure when they went to Metal Blade Records, they were just like, "Let's just fuck shit up for
1: like ten minutes," and that's what they did. Yeah, they kind of went from like- like deathcore <laughs> to like more prog. I think, I think my favorite description is adult contemporary death metal polka, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I believe it." Yeah, it makes uh, sense. That's
0: such a random fucking genre title to throw on something. Holy hell! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's good though because my drummer, like from time to times, when I hang out with my drummer after band practice, will uh, he'll throw on some random shit, and yeah, that bar- between the berry to me usually shows up once in a while.
1: Out. And I feel like we should preface this entire discussion about Beck as, you know, I, and this, you know, hits home with me, I, I'm a drummer, uh, a new time bass player, so, like, I, I come into bands from a very rhythmic section mm. type of viewpoint. So, yeah. guitar solos, noodling, yawn, yeah. impressive vocals, I, whatever, but, like, drumming <sighs> and, like, bass, like, competency really just, hmm. Mm. Mwah, chef's kiss. Mm.
2: Hits you right in the, in the... In the
1: doki doki. Hits you
2: right in the mason. It, make, yeah. it
1: makes my doki doki twerk. <laughs> makes your doki doki twerk.
2: Did I... So I can't answer this question. I don't have a favorite. This is like asking me what my favorite food is. Can't do it. Like, I literally... So I really don't know. I guess the only way to answer you is what I've been listening to lately. Um. Ugh. Oh, you know what? I got an idea. I gave, I gave, um, I gave my, my cousin's girlfriend, Katie, she's super cool, she was like, give me a playlist, I just want to listen to stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna give you what I've been listening to lately, so, you know, uh, get wrecked, you know what I mean, and so, (laughs) uh, let's see if I can find it real quick, I know it was, like, on Discord, but, uh, Basically, I don't know. Like, my, I've been listening to. Oh, you know what? I just find my YouTube playlist. Ha ha! Screw you guys. Here it is. Lisa, just yeah, fuck. Of course. Like, you know. Yeah, of <laughs> course. <laughs> <Someone's been laughs> watching Demon Slayer. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. Like, um, like the the song she did for the anime Back Arrow, super sick. It's called Don. Um, been listening to a lot of like Ice Cube lately, like new, new and old. Um, uh, Skyhaven. Uh, Billie Eilish. Like I have a couple of Billie Eilish songs on here. <laughs> if I die first,
0: dude, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I have a couple of <laughs> I,
2: f- I have a couple of If I Die First songs on here, which is like like emo scene, MySpace scene, core music, screamo music, and like it's got Little Lotus in it, and I love Little Lotus. Pale Waves. It's like goth indie rock. Um. A lot of Lil Peep lately. It seems like I don't know why. Because probably because I'm still sad that he died. Uh, and and a lot of uh, hers, which is because it's Pride Month. So like, well, as if they're recording right now, it's still it's but like hers is a queer-core, queercore transfronted queer core band. So a lot of hers and a lot of Thou, which is another like, gay band. A bunch of like bear dudes, gay bear dudes, and. Just screaming and making noise, which is like fucking sick to me. And then twelve uh, inch clitoris. Been really into twelve inch clitoris lately, which is like a hentai I grind. Mean, you can never,
0: you can never <laughs> yeah. go wrong with a twelve inch. I'm not going to go there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I I love hentai grind music because it's just wildly absurd lolly memes and shit like that. I got so it. Like it's um, really funny. After
0: this, I got to send you a YouTube. Uh, uh, channel that i love watching because he like shows you how to like make this really obscure kind of metal like uh noise wall grind fucking just like yeah. bullshit <laughs> like that like wizard dude. metal um i got i gotta send you the channel yeah. it's it's amazing <laughs> the shit that he does
2: yeah dude and uh, a lot of chiptune and breakcore music i've been listening to beach bunny i love beach bunny right now they're super sick But yeah, my background is first time bass player. I play a little guitar and drums, really bad at it though. Um, And then probably the, like, I probably sing the most because I can practice anywhere where I go. And speaking of hers, I just did a, I did a, I like started a vocal cover project and the first song I covered was a hers song. So I can share that with. Y'all later. I didn't want to share it in my in the Anime Summit Discord because like there's yeah. too many people in there and I'm like shy. But like, <laughs> like I'm just like I'll share it with you guys because you guys are. I sick. would uh but, like, not yeah. use
1: the word shy to describe, <laughs> you. but you know what? <laughs> we each have our own little hurdles, and I'm sure Mitch, we you have some listeners right now who are like, uh, are these people just making up genres? Like there's no way that these are actual like wallcore <laughs> grind hentai. Yeah. Like, like, I know those words, but those don't describe music. What are they talking about? No, they're they're. Yeah, dude. Hent- the f-
2: <laughs> Hentai grind is just like it's just grindcore, but the lyrically themed. It's just
1: about like. Uh, hent- oh, I know, but that requires <laughs> yeah, 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 know, yeah. grindcore on the out- onset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-
2: like, there was a band out there who was like, their whole thing was to just write all the songs about Bible Black, and it was really funny. Like I, I forgot the name of them. Fuck, They're there's, there's anymore, a metal band but. that's
0: actually still out there that is, um they write all their music after Berserk. No way. Seriously, shit you not. I gotta find the band. Uh, as soon as I find them, I will send it your way. There's literally a metal band that the guy who writes the music wrote all their songs, and it references berserk in one way
2: that and they're like a finnish
0: it. metal band so it's gonna be it's it's dope shit
2: r.i.p miura dude oh damn
0: yeah that's, that's why that's actually how i find out from them is because uh I, it randomly came up on my youtube that uh, it was this band doing a tribute to uh the original creator so
1: Miura, yeah dang uh how about you mitch what's your favorite band yeah, what's your someone Who <laughs> had time to see this question in advance? <laughs>
0: um, I didn't have much, que- uh, much time, but this question always gets asked to me because, uh, I am musician. a musician. Uh, I am a poor, uh, guitar player, but I do somehow make songs with guitar. But I am primarily a bass player. Um, I do slap at the bass. Um, and I am like, Super obsessed with punk music as a whole. Um, yeah, this has been getting me back into
2: ska. Like,
0: <laughs> so it's yeah, so sick. That's like one of my things because uh, the band I'm in is where uh, we call ourselves a punk band with flavor. And what we are is we're a punk band, but we have some ska songs. We have a D beat song, which everyone's be like, "Well, what's D beat?" It's it's. Skull-crushing, hardcore
1: punk music. There you yeah. yeah, like
2: Blue Felix or... Yeah, my
1: band is more Whatever. like a pop-punk band right now. Mm. It kind of varies yeah. depending on uh, our singer. So, like, you know, we've kind of been cycling through singers, and some guys will come in, and they're very poppy and melodic, and some guys will come in with the more, like, punky raspiness, and, like, just depending on our singer, just completely changes the, the course of how our music gets written. So it's a fun little... Game of like tailoring the music to that, but yeah, definitely in the punk scene a little bit. Yeah,
2: like, uh, um, a, a like lot of pop punk. Uh, like you got anything recorded, dude? Let's hear it.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> we do, we got the EP on the way, but uh, oh, sweet. We, okay. Oh, okay, we have old stuff recorded, so you can hear our crappy old stuff, but uh, okay, if you want the, the new, new, I can only send you like the bass and drum and vocal tracks because guitar is still being redone. All I, Mitch, all I you need, need is Mitch, you need to drums. get
2: a record down, Mitch, because I want a signed copy from both of you of each of your bands. Oh, are you yeah, in a band
0: anymore? Yeah, um, like, my, my band actually, we're, um, so right now it's like just me and my drummer at the moment. Um, and, but my drummer can also play guitar and everything else. So we're in the middle of, we have like five songs written. Um, we just actually have to go and record them. So, you gotta go
2: into the stoop.
0: We're actually, um, my drummer, Who is a man of many things, uh, is learning how to do at home recordings. So we're going to do everything DIY for when we're recording.
2: I mean, that's punk as fuck. That's as punk as you can get it. Like, if we're talking like hardcore scene or punk scene, you got to do a DIY. That's how you do it.
0: The crazy thing is, um, the city close to me, we're going to be like the only punk band that has ska songs. So we're going to be that rare band that's at every scene. There's always that one band that fits in with everything else but you don't know why uh my band's gonna essentially be that
2: you got trumpets
0: uh uh our drummer's buddy is coming down in a year from calgary who plays saxophone so we're gonna be having saxophone in our uh band
2: i was gonna say you could always like backtrack it to like get someone to do it Yeah, we're but like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in a band. So you guys got to let me live vicariously through you too. I mean, I only I've, have my pro, I only have my cover project right now and that's it. I've like, been, cause that's enough for me.
0: Yeah. Like my last band was before this one was like a year ago, maybe two, no, two years ago. And we did like three shows and then broke up after that. But, and then we also ha- were working on an album, but that got scrapped very quickly. But yeah.
1: I mean, living vicariously through musicians is just the whole appeal of Beck. Mm. Like that's (laughs) it, really is. So
0: (laughs) I
2: literally was doing that while watching it. So
1: like, I I gotta, I gotta get back on
0: topic. Back on topic. Uh, my favorite band. So I get asked this a lot. I say this all the time. Um, as a punk guy, I get looked at funny. Uh, one of my favorite bands that got me into like listening to punk was Green Day.
1: Oh, I was waiting for uh, Avril Levine, but I guess
0: that's a good, <laughs> good second. <laughs> Avril, Avril is, is the motherfucking princess, but no. Dude, she's lit, dude,
1: she's lit. But yeah, <laughs> no, Green uh, Day was Green like
0: Day, that yeah. band, like,
2: yeah, you turn on the radio was... when you were a kid and you were like, oh, okay, what is yeah. this?
0: Green Day was actually yeah. the reason why I picked up bass because, uh, so, I was playing guitar at the time. Um, I was learning how to play the blues and all that, like, cause I grew up listening to classic rock here in Canada. A lot of the times it was like, eric clapton and stuff like that so a lot of my influence was blues music and uh so when i was in grade nine uh so high school for all the american listeners um when i was in grade nine uh my my a buddy of mine's like yeah man i'm selling this bass do you want it I'm like fuck yeah 50 bucks got this bass i'm like i don't know like any cool bass songs Lo and behold, like a few months later, uh, after getting that bass, I heard Green Day on the radio. Uh, it was, uh, Longview. And that is the song that got me into playing bass was that. Yeah,
1: it starts off with that bass intro.
0: It gives me the, it gives me the tinglys whenever I hear it. But, uh, one of my new favorite bands, I do want to say this, is a band called The Taxpayers.
2: Twelve inch clitoris. Oh, sorry. Uh,
0: I gotta check out, I, I'm gonna check out twelve inch clitoris for sure. Like...
2: <laughs> I just wanted to say it again. <laughs> yeah, no, the taxpayers are dope oh, as yeah. fuck.
0: Um me and my drummer, we are learning three of their songs right now. We're doing um Some Kind of Disaster Relief, which is a dope uh sky kind of uh punk song. Uh then there are two like bigger songs, which is uh Some Rot Man and Uh Love You Like an Alcoholic. That baseline, oh, that's a good one. Oh, that bassline is so easy and fun to play. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. favorite song, everybody? What's everybody's favorite song?
1: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that's, like, harder. Uh, just because I'm lazy, I'm just going to stick with Between the Bird and Me, called uh, BT Bam for all the cool kids. Uh, let's just go with White Walls, the final track off there, Magnum Opus Colors. That's just a good default song to go with. Solid, like,
2: 14 minutes to fill up your day? Um, right now, for me, the first song off of Oathbreaker's record, Rhea. Oathbreaker is really sick. Oh, and also, I don't know why, but, like, this helps me with, like, my Japanese pronunciation, so, like, listening to J-Rock, obviously, really helps for me. And, which is, like, not a good way to learn, because, like, sometimes singers will exaggerate words just like any other band or artist does you know um but the song unravel from tokyo ghoul the opening oh. is literally one of my favorite j-rock songs ever it's so good and i god it's so like addicting sounding though the way it's composed is just so good um but yeah dude um but before mitch before you move on i just want to say that because mason's learning the bass the coolest instrument ever in my opinion you know, me and Mitch are, you know, the resident anime pod basis. so you have to join that club. You gotta be part of the Cool the cool Kids Club, Mason, because you're learning the bass right now, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been playing for, you know, a couple months to fill up my time in, <laughs> in isolation while I don't have my drum set.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah, you are hereby henceforth
1: dubbed Mason. <laughs> <laughs> as unite me with a bass guitar. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, have been united.
0: Accidentally... Just,
1: just to yeah, give dude. you know your listeners something actually good to listen to, and not just me as some weird thing of saying terrible takes. Uh, if you actually want like a good like J rock song, that's a banger that I think is no one's heard of this band. Well, some people have clearly, but I'm uh, un- slept on. Band called Uplift Spice. They have a song called Omega Rhythm. And if that doesn't get you hooked on their entire discography, I don't know what will. So, give that a shot if you want actually good music.
2: Okay, writing that down right now. Upli- Say that one more time. Uplift
1: what? Uplift Spice. Okay. Just look got it up it. on YouTube. Bangers. Bangers for days. Yeah, dude.
2: Dude, that's that's perfect. Mitch, You, this is going to be a great episode because you've got three bassists. I know.
0: It's going to be dope. Reviewing this <laughs> animator. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, yeah, it's sick. So, yeah, fucking my favorite song. So, I mean, anime wise, my favorite song, and I always put this on whenever I hear it, and I have to thank Sky for motivating me to watch the movie, is, um, fucking, uh, I keep forgetting how to pronounce it. It's from Weathering with Me. Oh, know your name. Sorry, your name. Jeez.
1: I mean, it's the same uh, uh, people who did the same soundtrack.
0: Yeah. Uh, Zen Zen Sense. Uh, that is probably my favorite like anime ish song because that was in the movie. It's like the Rad Wimps, like one of my favorite songs off that album, next to Sparkle, obviously. But my favorite the Rad song Wimps is so good. My favorite song of all time, though, uh, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to give two. So one of my favorite songs of all time is uh, a song called "The Idiots Are Taking Over" by a punk rock band called NoFX. Um really great Classic. song, if uh if you're not familiar, um No Effects is this dope punk rock band. Uh they have a song called Idiots Are Taking Over. The song was written when George Bush was in office. So you can <laughs> imagine the shots fired from this song. But yeah, it's very anti political, just dope baseline. All that baseline to the start of it's uh, you want like dope intro bass lines, The Idiots Is Taking Over has an amazing bassline. And uh my number one favorite song of all time, uh and I always put this on whenever it's like going for a walk somewhere, is I always throw on uh Fall Back Down by Rancid. Uh Rancid is probably like a strong number two as my favorite punk rock band, and favorite band in general. Um and I got into Rancid because of Tony Hawk Underground 2. And I yeah. set my jukebox on that game to just that song for the longest time. So it was just that song on repeat the entire time I'm doing like cool ollies and kickflips and stuff like that in Tony Hawk.
1: I don't believe you. The only song to ever come out of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is Superman.
0: Well, yes, that is true, and that is a amazing, amazing ass song.
1: If, so if you good. don't know what song I'm talking about, uh, don't lie to yourself. You do, you just don't know it yet. <laughs> and um, so, Neckbeard's
0: second question was, "What is everyone's favorite soundtrack?" Oh, come on, dude! <laughs> like- that's uh, anime related.
1: Let's, sure. Uh, let's
0: let's do let's do anime related and then uh, non anime related.
1: God, I'm making it so hard. Ah. Uh Kinsuko Ushio's ping pong the animation soundtrack.
0: Yeah, that's Unreal. really good. That's a
1: good. Kinsuke is just a god because like, you know, you have composers like uh, Hiroyuki Sawano or uh, Yuki Hayashi, you know, people who did Kill a Kill and like Haikyuu, respectively, and they're good composers but everything they come out with kind of sounds like them just in that anime like they you can always tell it's them uh just is all over the place where he completely just makes a completely different sound for himself and it's super eclectic and it just works so well for that specific anime and ping pong obviously has so many bangers and electronic beats but also like songs made out of people playing ping pong it's just unreal his level of creativity and it's a God Tier soundtrack for God Tier anime.
2: Yeah. Ken Skaishio is doing uh chainsaw man. He
1: is. He is. It's going to be so crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: like that's, that's probably like 75% of the reason that I'm even more hyped than normal because I, uh, someone in the discord po- pointed it out to me and I was like, yes. Oh, now I'm really, really revved up. Boom. Right there. There we go. What do you want? What do you want? Uh, okay, so what about non-anime? Well, you guys gotta go first. I can't, I can't speak out of my butt the oh, entire time.
0: Okay, entire okay, okay, so yeah, we'll go, uh, some, and then me, and then we'll do, uh, anime first, and then we'll go back to Mason for non-anime.
2: Non-anime, okay. Anime, we did an episode on this, and I'm trying to remember what I said on there. <laughs> uh, I really like the soundtrack to Evangelion. That's like, and because like that's I know it's kind of a common answer because everyone knows it's my favorite anime and everyone knows how cool it is you know God, but I,
0: I, that's that's an anime I still gotta watch.
2: It definitely made me appreciate Orchestra more. Um, or Death Parade. The OST to Death Parade is really, really cool. Um, and I also just recently got Evangelion finally, which is the. It's like a, a a special soundtrack on vinyl. It's like a double LP, and then some of the songs are vocalized, which is sick. Um, but yeah, for anime, that's probably the ones I'm all about right now.
0: Dope. Ah, um, oh, shit. This is not an easy question to ask. And not an easy question to answer. To ponder what is favorite to ponder what is anime. But uh, we're not doing that here or now, so um I am, I guess, between... I, I really do love Beck's soundtrack. I think if I had to pick something, I'd be Beck's soundtrack. Because it's always the that soundtrack I always go back to whenever I want to, like, you know, get into the mood to, like, fucking time to record, just, you know, throw the soundtrack on in the background and be like... Let's go. hmm. And then if, mm-hmm. if not that, if I had to pick another one, it'd probably be the Your Name soundtrack. It would probably be the other one that I really love.
2: Also really good. Oh, yeah. Also really good. All right. Could just cheap out, too, and say Interstellar 555. 555. Uh-huh. Five. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's technically, like, an anime
1: soundtrack, but also, like... You know?
0: It's not an <laughs> anime soundtrack, too, you know?
1: Yeah, it is. It's more like the anime, the anime is a view track for the sound. It's the visuals. It's, the visuals don't, the Dude, don't throw technicalities at me, alright? I know what it
2: is. <laughs> this <laughs> is the Wallace <laughs> Wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so Mason, what about.
1: Oh, boy. Other? So, like, ones that jump to mind first and foremost are things like all of Tarantino's movies like Pulp Fiction where he just puts in songs he loves to create a mood and atmosphere, which are great, but I don't consider those like, that's not what I, in my head, I think of that's a cool collection of songs in a movie more than like a soundtrack. Um, I really like Gladiator soundtrack, but really it's more just a couple songs that I could listen to forever and ever. So I'm going to say ooh, uh, Lord of the Rings, just collectively, over all three movies. There's just so many impressive movements that mm. are just big and get me going. So a good mix of, like, orchestral pieces that you can listen to both as background music for reading and just, like, in deep thonk mode where you're just... Letting it wash over you. And of course, I'll mm. actually think of like a perfect answer in like two hours from now. But hey, this is <laughs> this is how it works. You're
2: gonna be like, wait,
0: <laughs> wait, wait, I have a better answer.
2: No, um, I guess like when I think of soundtrack, I like, hmm, hmm, you could
1: just kind of go with like the interstellar route and just say like Daft Punk on a. Uh, Uh, Tron, Legacy. That movie was pretty good. I liked it. A lot
2: of people hated it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, dude, I'll actually... I'll do, I'll give you, I'll I'll give you double time, double time, double time. The, the soundtrack to the Scott Pilgrim movie. Oh! Is that, uh... Most of it's by Beck.
1: No, like not Beck. It's by, uh... Uh, Gucci, right? Or no, I'm so, thinking of the game. That, the no, game is no Anamanaguchi.
2: you're actually you actually just said the second part. I was gonna say because gotcha. sorry, my bad. So like Beck, Beck wrote all the songs for like the bombs in the movie, and then there's all the other artists. Obviously, Um I am sad. I am so so very sad. <laughs> it goes a little something like this. It's like it's like it's second like one second song, and and then also like Metric. You know, they did the song. um for black, they did the song "Black Sheep" for Envy's band, Clash of Head. But then also the video game based on the movie, which really I don't know if you really call it based on the movie because it was like based on just the whole universe in general. But like Animagucci did that soundtrack, and I they just re-released the game after being in like you know licensing rights hell for however long, mm-hmm. and so Limited Run did uh. A run of shit like of like physical games and the vinyl. So I got the Switch version and the vinyl, Heck which yeah. should be coming to me like in a month or so. Also, I, think, I, fi- the vinyl's I finally off.
1: realized I can just open my iTunes and look at like my genre tags, soundtrack. Played? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. like, oh, there you how to train your dragon bangers, uh, drive <laughs> the movie with like the nightcore stuff, amazing. The hotline Miami soundtrack, the Hollow Knight soundtrack, like oh so many good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shadow of the colossus, man. It just, it just don't. Colossus, that was yeah. a good
0: sound. That's a good soundtrack right there, too. The
1: journey soundtrack. Oh, ooh, I love it. Uh, someone interrupt me. Go ahead, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> someone stop me. Dude. Uh,
0: favorite soundtrack of all time. <sighs> hmm, that is not easy to think because I I watch a lot of music movies. Like that's a lot of like a lot of my normal outside of. Anime watching is a lot of movie-themed, uh, music-themed movies. Sometimes I watch movie-themed movies too, but that's only on special occasions. Um, ah, fuck, I think I would have to go with the School of Rock soundtrack.
1: Okay, interesting. You know,
0: I really love that soundtrack. If I didn't, if I had to go for a second. It's kind of a cop out because it's not a soundtrack, but it kind of is a soundtrack, and that's Pink Floyd's The Wall.
2: Um, mm. that's a,
0: mmm. I love to just medicate and just put on some Pink Floyd and listen to Pink Floyd in a medicated state. <laughs>
1: Listen, this is your show. I'm not going to judge your, uh, what is or isn't a soundtrack. If you say it, it's allowed.
0: It, it, the thing is that it was, the album came out like a few months or a year or two after or before the movie. But the movie takes all the music from the album. So, in like a really weird way, it is a soundtrack. Eh, that's stretching like the point to what a soundtrack is, but that's besides the point so um i have a question i would like to ask you both so what is as us musicians um what is your super group with the name uh but with you as the bass player drummer whatever uh what is your super group
2: Me,
1: Mason, and Mitch. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, (laughs)
0: Say no more. Two bassists
1: and a guitarist. Or, and a drummer, sorry. That's
0: all we need. It's keeping that rhythm section
1: tight. Exactly. We are the rhythm section. It's just like a... uh, What's the bass and drum band only? Uh, Lightning Bolt? I think it's just a bassist and a drummer. There's... Death From Above
0: 1979 is a bass and drum band, and... One of my favorite bass and drum band is uh, Royal Blood. They're another really good one, too.
1: But their new album... Eh, yeah, I, eh, their first one was alright.
0: The, the first two albums were better, but... Yeah
1: yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. That last album had a couple of, like... I'm not gonna go back to you, so don't worry. Just shove you in a corner.
1: Hear that guitarist? <laughs> we don't need you. Go home. Yeah. Get out of here, Yeah, yeah. People
0: are only here to listen to
1: the bass and drums. Jeez, let's be honest. Let's be
2: serious, dude. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's not lie the bassist is always the coolest person.
0: <laughs> um,
2: Really quick, I can think of real quick, like, the lead singer of See you Space Cowboy, which is another band I've been listening to a lot lately, um, to do, like, the screams, and then Heather Baron Gracie from Pale Waves to do the clean vocals, and then the lead singer and guitarist from Beach Bunny and then one of the I don't remember they always switch the the guitarist and bassist and drummer they switch um in the band skating poly so I don't any one of them could do the bass and then for drummer I don't fucking know probably probably just to f- fuck shit up Joey Jordison how about <laughs>
0: Damn. There you <laughs> super
2: go. group and it's and it's called the band is called my life is very terrible I hope you die and I die and everyone dies that's what it's called <laughs> just emo edge hardcore that's
1: what I'm talking about Dope. Uh, Mason what about you oh my I actually have to answer this yes Oh my goodness, Uh, I'm too lazy. Let's just say everyone from Dillinger Escape Plan so they can come (laughs) back and I can just disguise my drumming with just random thrashing on the kit and we'll call it Carbonated Jelly.
0: You're the drummer
2: and it's Dillinger Escape Plan, that's what it is. They just
1: need Uh, to
0: come back, I want them back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is going to be dope. So mine would be, uh, the horn section from Real Big Fish. I'm making an, an awesome orchestra. ska band. <laughs> I'm making an awesome ska band. Cause I have a really awesome, uh, name for this band. So I'm going to the horn section from, uh, Real Big Fish. One of my favorite ska bands. Um, it would be, uh, it'd be Tim Armstrong from Rancid doing guitar and vocals. Um, I'd be slapping the bass. Um, I would get um Smelly, who's the drummer from No Effects, and another guitar player. I'd probably get um Krista Makes from L- Less Than Jake, and call the band Skank, uh, Skank Panic. Or, or, no, how's was it? S- fucking. <laughs> it was supposed to be like a, a play on Satanic Panic. Skunk Scott- oh, I Stink get it. Scott- yeah. yeah, Stank. <laughs> Skink. <laughs> Sk- skank skank tanic panic there we go i'm gonna go with that you'll have go-go
2: dancers too
0: yeah and then we have yeah. the the hype guy from uh, the mighty mighty boston's who just literally his entire job is just to fucking uh do skanks on stage there perfect that's the perfect ska band right there perfect and i think with that being said talking about uh probably perfect bands Let's talk about Beck, the Mongolian Chop Squad. That's where... Yeah, dude. I
2: love an awesome, like... This is my first time um, r- watching Beck. So, I've never read the manga, I've never watched it. And then Mitch approached me and Mason and said, you guys want to talk about this? And I was like, I've never seen it. And everybody, including my co-hosts and their mother, has been, like, telling me to watch the shit out of it. They're like, this is a psalm show, like, you have to watch it. And so I I was like, well, this is perfect timing, because I gotta watch this shit anyway. So, yeah. That was cool. That was dope.
0: Yeah, uh, So this is,
2: like, my fresh reaction. I actually just finished
1: the last episode today, so... Yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, Mason, how did you come across, uh, Beck...
1: Oh my goodness, I don't even know. I've watched... Oh, watched. I watched it about ten years ago. It was my first time watching it. And I haven't seen it since, but fellow host on the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast that I'm on, uh, one of my hosts, Enzo, this is like one of his all-time favorites. He, uh, you know, any chance he gets to shout it out and, like, plug it keeps it kind of in my head because he keeps on talking about it. I actually bought him, like, the last volume of the Beck manga, like, last time I was visiting him, just so he could, like, have it on his shelf proudly displayed. So, it's been a long time since I've seen it, and I was very excited to see, like, how does it hold up after, me as an anime fan who enjoyed it my first time, after watching, like, a thousand more shows, like, how does it stack up with that experience? And we'll find uh-
0: out. Yeah, and um, of course, uh, I came across this, so um, I was uh, down in the dumps, not motivated to play music. Um, I kind of mentioned this on, uh, I did a Beck episode, but I'm like, I heard it, I'm like, it doesn't feel right, I need to have people with me on this. That's why, obviously, the two musicians that I, I know that's in the anime community that would be down to come on is you two.
1: Whoa, so whoa, like, whoa! I'm a drummer, not a musician. Um, sorry, you me. hit you hit things.
0: I'm sorry, you hit things with two sticks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, down on the dumps, uh, not motivated to play. I'm like, oh, I want to watch like musical theme stuff. So I went and I watched my usual, watched uh, the uh, School of Rock movie. And I'm like, well, I need anime because I'm like oh, slowly getting back into anime. I need something hit up the old uh, Google machine, and Google pointed me in the direction of Beck. And I watched, and I'm not proud to say, sailed the seven seas to acquire said full season. uh, Full season, really the full series, because it's a very short series. And yeah, fucking just went and watched it, and I'm like, I love this show, and it made me to pick up playing music again, so... You know, and just, I got, my mind was blown the other day when I'm sitting on, um, Spotify and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and listen to, um, there's a song in this anime that's one of my favorite songs is called, uh, Full Moon Sway. And, um, I'm like, ah, there's this, uh, studio near me that did a cover to it. They did like a, um, a power metal version to it, which is. A dope cover, by the way. I do have to say that. And I will probably, if I don't have it, if I don't use the song from Beck, I might throw their cover into it because it's just, it's so good. Um, I, I were, I was listening to that and then I saw that it's back on Spotify, like all of Beat Crusaders' uh, albums. Some like download everything. And then they had the Beck soundtrack, which had like a couple songs that they actually wrote in it on it and it was like so good to listen to hit in the usa which is the opening theme song which is we'll, we'll get we'll get there I'll, I'll get everybody's opinion on the opening uh for the song and um yeah and full moon sway full moon sway is also uh, one of their songs too and it's just it's a dope song so um Fuck it, let's let's get into it. Um, first, what is your guys' opinion on Hit the USA? The intro, the opening to this anime?
2: I mean, if that doesn't get you hype for what the the anime is gonna be, then just turn it off and Mm. go somewhere else. Because that's like, that's like the perfect OP for this show. Mm. It is perfectly crafted to get you hype. And so when I say OP, I mean just the whole thing the opening animation, the song everything the way the credits roll it's it's crafted perfectly for to tell you what you're about to watch and that's what an op is supposed to do and from the song to the animation to the back of my ass you know and so like you know there was th- this anime is like 2004 right 2005 2004 uh, yeah. yeah 2004 and ended, 2005. ended in 05 yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, like, you know, a lot of anime in those times didn't have like a pre, like a lot of anime nowadays. When you start at the first episode, they'll show a little thing in the beginning, then do the opening, or they won't show an opening at all to the end, or whatever. You know what I mean? Back then, they just were like, "No, here you go. This is the op. Here we go." So, like, it was just perfect. I don't, and I don't really know any other way you would want to do it with this show. But like, it shows all the band members. They're all singing. So, you know, Studio Madhouse. Just did such a good job. Mm. And it it, this is everything an OP is supposed to do for an anime. Period. Point blank. Period. It doesn't matter where you put it. If you're putting it at the end of the first episode or whatever the hell. In Beck's case, it is right at the beginning when you start it. And it's perfect. It's perfect. The song is catchy. It reminds you of like um it's it's by the band B Crusaders and Mm. like it's it reminds you of, uh, it kind of reminds you of, like, the, the more upbeats, Alien Ant Farm songs, uh, uh, Jimmy Eat World, like,
1: yeah, I can it kind of reminds
2: it. me of the, it kind of reminds me of the Muffs a little bit, which is one of my favorite punk mm-hmm. bands. Um, it's kind of like that post punk grunge, kind of, it's, it's a little skyish too, I guess, you know, like, cause it's really upbeat. But like, it's so good. It's perfect. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's it's, yeah, perfect. it's iconic. It's unskippable. It's really mm. the show putting its best foot forward, and it still slaps to this day. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Probably. I, I I said this. I was on the um, uh, the uh, or the um otaku host club, and uh, I mentioned or we were like, oh, um, everyone usually skips the you know the intro. And the outro to most anime, and I—I I, I flat out said like, there's only one anime, there's two anime that I will refuse to skip the intro and the outro for, and it is the uh, the intro to Back because fucking I love this song, and the other song that I will never skip every time I hear it is the outro to uh, Soul Eater, the um, I Want to Be by uh, uh, Stance Punks. That is yeah. a fucking dope ass outro, and I'm. Every time I hear it, I'm like, this sounds so much better as an intro than an outro. But, yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, fun fact about, um, the Beat Crusaders, uh, if anyone did watch the show, uh, Kappa Mikey, um, they did the intro, the, uh, hey, hey, you, you, it's Kappa Mikey. Yeah, that's not uh, the same band. Oh, perfect. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's probably some people like, Kappa Mikey, the. F- are you smoking i'm from canada and that showed up a lot on uh, ytv which is used television what me now i'm i'm talking about canadian things and yeah
1: canadian <laughs> uh ytv isn't it pronounced yyz
0: okay before anybody <laughs> as- before anyone asks no it's pronounced ytv jeez <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, people usually ask me that, because I have conversations with people, and they're surprised when they hear I'm from Canada. They're like, I don't hear an accent, and I'm like, dude, does everybody assume that Canadians sound like people from Minnesota? Because I'm like, oh, I could totally just sit here and talk kind of like, uh, you know, your stereotypical uh, Canadian there, you know? Mm-hmm. And every time and I guy.
1: see, more every time they there. make f- <laughs> oh, sorry, eh? Every time <laughs> they make fun you, of Blue Canadians,
2: Dad. like on Family Guy or American Dad or one of those adult animation shows, mm-hmm. it always sounds like a northern Midwest, like Wisconsin, yeah. Minnesota, South yeah, Dakota, or North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Like we- they don't all talk like that.
0: Like <laughs> no, <laughs> because I can tell you right now, I'm I'm fr- I'm. So, where I'm located in Canada is, I live in, um, Southern Ontario, which is like super close to, uh, Michigan and Detroit and all that. So, um, a lot more of my upbringing is like Americanized. But, yeah. If you go, I have, I know people who are super up north, uh, in like Thunder Bay area, and yeah, they talk like, uh, you know, uh, so, uh, how's she, uh, going there, bud? Uh, oh, don't in, you know? Uh, yeah, uh, I you no. yeah, yeah. I know, I I know people that are like that, and then I know like French Canadians too that. uh you know, uh, they uh, speak and they uh, kind of speak like this, you know, kind of weirdly, but you know,
2: or like um the way they make Rose in Golden Girls because she's from Saint Olaf or whatever, and she's like every story she has is about some guy named Sven or Miss Smugenbrugen. <laughs> or Fleven Flugen or whatever.
0: Like so I have this friend. His name is Sven. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, Sven. Like <laughs> she's got a cousin,
1: Sven. Like it's so funny. Dude. <laughs> uh, oh
0: man. But um. So
1: yeah. Um. The Beck opening is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. By the way, the back <laughs> opening is sick. Okay, yeah. yeah sorry. It's
0: it's <laughs> there. Like I said, it's one of the few songs. Uh, one of the other intros that I refuse to skip is when I do watch. Uh. uh Tokyo Ghoul I do love fucking Tokyo Ghoul's intro yeah really. unraveled yep. yeah do I never skip that whenever I'm watching Tokyo Ghoul it's like stay on and um the other one is One Punch Man's uh season one intro I love that intro One Punch yeah that's always a good yeah, one yeah dude yep so uh I mean uh let's talk about characters uh who is everybody's favorite character from the show
2: the bassist, Tyra. Move on, next question.
0: I mean, that's, that's a dumb question. I'm sorry, I asked a dumb question. The three bass players are going to, you know, agree on the exact same character.
2: No, dude, I actually love... Um, I actually really like... Uh, I don't know, every band member has a really cool, like, thing about them that makes me like all of them.
1: Except like, you, Like, Saku and
2: yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Koyuki is like he's whatever. But like like Chiba and Saku, they're like they are the bros. Like they will yeah. throw down for you. Yeah. Ride or die. And Tyra's kinda like the cool headed guy, like, hey dude, calm down. Let's let's be chill. Let's you know, I'm the bassist, I'm cool, and I'm the hottest, whatever. And then Ryusuke is like, you know, he's kind of the leader, but he's kind of like got a cool loner demeanor about him. Mm and i don't know i really like um i really like uh chiba i probably would say maho because maho's like she's got her own thing going on but she's like the best supporter of Beck, and like cuz obviously reuse gets her brother and whatever but like she she's at every show she works the merch table and she still grinds her shit, dude. She's on stage singing almost every weekend. She's like trying to get a modeling gig. She's very cute. Like, I don't know. She, and she's really cool. She's not, and she's like, you know, she lived in America for a long time. So she's not like your typical kind of like anime girl. Like she doesn't have the same demeanor as most like Japanese girls do or whatever. Like she's not written that way, you know? So, um, but yeah, Maho is like probably my favorite in Chiba just cause like, also, Chiba solved the whole bullying thing with the one guy, and that was cool. He was like, dude, fuck you. Like, don't don't be playing your homie like that. Don't be playing my homie like that. I'm going I'm to I'm smack, smack the shit out of you. Bop, 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 bop. Violence
1: bop. is the answer.
2: Violence is absolutely the answer, 100%. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, to Bounce. me, it's not so much about, like, the singular characters, but the, the whole band dynamic. And anyone who's ever been in a band just... Easily, some of my favorite scenes of this entire show was just them, you know, like, moving, like, getting, loading up their gear. And, of course, Chiba the singer is, like, complaining, like, oh, why do I gotta carry all these instruments? Like, anyone who's (laughs) ever dealt with a singer, like, knows that feeling. Or, like, the bass and the drummer, like, bonding really well because they have that same, like, kinship. Or, like, they go to the music shops and it's full of just the guitar people just, like, doing their wankery noodling. And you're just like, I've been to a guitar shop and I see that constantly. And you just... The it, the show nails those elements of it, mm. so each yeah. person plays their, their role really well. If yeah. you're
2: a bassist or a guitarist, you go put your basses and guitars in the venue right away, and then you go back and help the drummer. That's yeah. what you do. That's what it is. Yeah, because uh,
0: my drummer, my old punk band, he was uh, he was the guy who was overly prepared. Uh, he would show up with like his traveling kit because he has a kit that he keeps at home. He has a traveling kit. He's got an electronic drum kit. He's got, like, this mesh kit that he can do acoustic stuff on. And then him showing up the band practice, me and my guitar player had to stop jamming when he showed up because he had brought his entire traveling kit, and then he had, like, a fan to have. So he kept cool and extra sticks and extra parts. Like, Boy Scout levels of, like, over-the-top, like, had yeah. everything, and it was dope. But, it, yeah, bass players, guitar players, if you're listening to this shit, don't be a dick and actually help out the <laughs> fucking drummer. They got a lot to carry, dude. Unless the
1: drummer <laughs> says that they need, like, a seven-piece kit with 14 cymbal stands. And yeah, bass, then you tell, tell to his his
0: go, <laughs> you tell him to yeah. go fuck himself and find a way to carry all of his shit in. But, Anything yeah. past
2: the two toms, the floor tom, and the snare, and you gotta do it yourself. Oh, I yeah, purposely you- have, the, have the
1: smallest kit possible because I'm too lazy to load it in and out. If, yeah. <laughs> if you're
0: going to come at me like Neil Pert and have, like, you know, five drum kits surrounding you at all times, no, you're going to move your shit yourself. <laughs> it's like he has a gong, carries a gong around.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Mason absolutely on that one. I, that's probably why it was hard for me to answer because, like, yeah, the the band dynamic is, like, mm. that's, like, I mean, that's the best part of the band. If the band dynamic is off, then you don't have a band. You just don't.
0: Yeah, so and they
2: were they were written like one, you know what I mean? Like it was relatable to even American audiences or North American audiences, like us three. So,
0: so yeah, um, I find like the two like full band animes that I've seen is uh, I've seen Beck and I've seen K-On. and I mean, it's kind of interesting trying to compare the two because Beck really does feel like. Because I watch this and I can relate to it now, being a guy who was in a band, like that is like the the demographic between the band and Beck is more realistic than to compare to K-On, because you know K-On is like, oh, we're we're cute girls in a school and this is our club. Where Beck is like, hey, we're a bunch of you know musicians taking this make it seriously. And like this is a band and everyone needs to be on like good terms and everything else so it's no awkwardness which, which is Which like in,
2: in yeah. Kaon they it was more about the club. Mm. Like and I don't think they knew they wanted to take it more serious beyond that until way later. Mm-hmm. So like I would say Given is a more comparable anime to Beck than if you've ever seen
1: right. Given. Given
2: is really good. Yeah, Given's like, yes. a lot closer knew- to
1: Beck. Though that said, Kaon right. is Fantastic, just in a completely super fantastic. Dynamic. Mm. Guess who my favorite character is? The bassist. Okay, moving on. Oh. <laughs>
0: like I'm not
1: all right, but Ritsu is based. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ritsu, dude, is so, so fun. Ritsu is so fucking. so fucking funny, dude. She's like, she's so funny. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Kan's really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, sorry, Mitch. You were saying?
0: Yeah, no, I'm. I'm like, I'm with you guys. Like, you can't really pick one character out of this because it's like the entire band itself is just perfect. And yeah, I I think if I had to really pick a character, I'm not a huge fan of, I'm kind of not a fan of uh, Kyuki, but I mean, yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It is. He's the
2: kid going through school. Mm. Cause like, I think that's another great part about this is that it's, it's just like a typical life anime, like a relatable life anime. Mm. So it's like, there's romance, there's coming of age, there's drama, there's comedy um it's it's all of that wrapped in a nice kind of life package and so like this kid is like what do i do you know i'm bored life is lame and he turns to music because he discovers music and it's just that's that's his thing and like that's when i picked up the bass too is when i was 15 you know so he was 14 i think but like yeah you know i kind of i related to him on that level at least for sure you know something new I wanted to do as I'm getting older. It's like, let's pick up the bass, you know?
1: And let's be clear, this is... If you don't know about this show going into it, like, there's really no indication that this is a music show. It's mainly Mm. about Koyuki, like, growing up, he doesn't feel as mature as the people around him. And, like, they mention his singing voice and his ability to pick up things quickly, but, you know, it takes five or seven episodes before him to actually start doing anything besides, Mm, you know, swimming in the pool or doing this and that, like... It takes forever for this to actually become yeah. a music show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But when it does, like, the, you know, getting, or him get it, uh, working to be able to afford his first, like, legitimate guitar. And I have to say, his taste in guitars, I have a Telecaster at home, too, so I get excited whenever I, uh, whenever I watch that scene and he picks up that Telecaster, I'm like... I really want one.
2: I already wanted, like, somewhat wanted a Telecaster before this, and now I want one even more.
0: Uh, I, Just I love, have. I love... I have one, and, and mine's the classic, like, black and white. Uh, and the reason why I wanted a Telecaster is because one of my favorite bands is The Clash, and Joe Shummer plays a Telecaster. And, um... Yeah, and then, of course, this anime. I really... I've always loved, like, a Telecaster, and... It was, it was a nice because that is like such a nice color that he wound up going with that, uh.
2: Man. I love that it was like in a used store too. And like all the guitars were like a little scratched, a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he ended up kind of doing, doing it on a loan and then acquiring it after. Like yeah. that's so true mm-hmm. for a lot of us, like young musicians, like back in the day, like when we're, we're young and we want to play. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we had like, I had a job in the mall. To buy my music stuff, you know what I mean, when I was in a
1: band. Mm. And That was so relatable, dude. <laughs> <gonna Yeah>. <laughs> Did you also have the whole you get a guitar but then you break the guitar and then you repair the guitar and then you break it again, but it's actually not the guitar you thought that you had broken, so it's all okay. <laughs> And God, he, I hated that so It, it was so groan-worthy, <laughs> and he goes to, like, I... apologize, and the guy's like, it's not the guitar, it's okay, and he, like, can't even stand, he's, like, falling over, he's like, I can't believe I broke the guitar, oh my goodness. Did you know all the mental stress oh, I went to. Come on, Koyuki, yeah. get it together, my dude. <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad for him, I was like, no, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah,
2: dude, fuck that
0: guy. I, I have actually done the guitar smash, um, so... <laughs> I uh I went and I bought this like really cheap bass on uh Kijiji. Here I go again saying Canadian things again. Um Kijiji is Canada's answer to uh Craigslist. So gotcha. um on this website found this like cheap Frankenstein bass. had like a P body with a P neck. Uh I'm getting technical now. And uh I had it for like a couple Yeah, weeks. like a P bass. Yeah, a P bass. Yeah. And um, I had it for a couple weeks, and then the one day I go to plug it in, and I'm like, why is it not working? And obviously this thing was put together. It was a kit, and they didn't wire it properly, so after a few uses, it was gone, so I tore it apart for the parts that I needed, grabbed it, and then just me and my wife and my roommate at the time, as... as... <laughs> As musicians, I have a you habit of yeah, naming my things. Um, have you guys ever done that? And named your uh, yeah. equipment? Ooh,
2: nice. Uh, uh, I named my first bass that I got, which is Ivan Sound Gear, just all black. I just I just named it after my mom's cat Paco, but I but I call him Pacho. So it's Pacho. Pacho,
1: good Pacho. <laughs> so I've never n- yeah. named my drum kit because it's constantly like in flux, you know. I haven't named it as like one entity. And I haven't named my <laughs> bass because it's a handy down my actual um, father. So, so I feel like I have, it's not my place um, to give this one a name. But I think if I ever got my own, have
0: names, yes.
1: Uh, new bass, um, my uh, uh, Telecaster
0: name. his name is Stella.
1: How about you, Mitch? Um, you clearly I named gave it Stella
0: name. after the yeah. Clearly, this question I, uh, comes from yeah, time yeah. Well, because at the time I was like really into that song, and I'm like, I'm gonna just call my guitar Stella. So, and I'm also. One of my favorite beers is Stella Otto, uh, Otto, uh, Stella. Not even try to pronounce it. Hot <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, I named it after the beer, too. Um, my bass, ah, cool. my P bass that I use,
2: Lift, Lift Run Should be I like Ruby after, after uh, the song Ruby Canada. Soho and by Randy. Like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's also because my P bass
0: is red <laughs> with <laughs> a, uh, a, uh, tortoise, uh, pit guard. So it's got that, like, tortoise design on it. Um, and my main bass, which is my Fender Jazz that I have, um, I call it Lucille after the BB King, the BB King, uh, guitar and, uh, the baseball bat covered in barbed wire from The Walking Dead Megan's. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs>
2: Walking Dead,
1: yeah. I was going to say, when you call it Ruby, I thought it was going to be uh, Ruby Cumulus by the uh, RX Bandits, but that's another one. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Mm. Also, uh, R.I.P. Yeah. in the... And we'll talk about this because I think this is a very important point, but they in the dub of Beck, they couldn't keep the name of the guitar as Lucille. They changed it to Prudence. Yeah. Big sad. Big sad. They also changed, the like, by the way, Matt so. to Mark, which is where. Yeah, oh, yeah. you watch the sub? Miss- There's, like, I watch I've the sub, seen As that. a long time uh, sh- devoted like sub is better sub? than dub fan. And then I go and watch the dub, the dub of and I'm like. Is almost unquestionably yeah, the dub is definitely better. where it's at on this show. Damn, really? Indeed. So the dub has remastered like all the sound effects, the ambiance, all of which are amazing. But the voice acting is quite good, especially with like the fair amount of like swearing and profanity that yeah. they throw in there, which feels like right. It's not too edgy or unreasonable. It felt like very natural. But the dub kind of remedies one of the big sticking points of the original of them trying to speak in English and it not coming off very well. So across the board, I'd say I recommend the dub. Mm. Though I feel like the yeah. mixing, I, I would they I would sh- the I'm on the same way boat with a Mason. Is that I strongly recommend so the dub. That's I have rough, seen, like I, said, that, I have seen this the, the, like, five seen or six deck, times. I've seen this, uh, and you uh, every like you time should. I've watched it, I've always watched dub it
0: dubbed. Like I said, I have seen clips from it in sub, and yeah, just a lot of the... Like especially when it's the um, the American band and uh, Koiki's meeting them for the first time, and they're trying to talk. It kind of feels super jarring trying to listen to them try and speak English. So yeah, it's it's a lot. It's definitely a lot better as a dub than uh, the sub. <laughs> Should have said something. Shit. <laughs> mm.
1: Sam is over here. Like fuck. Now you tell me. <laughs> yeah, dude. For real.
2: Dude, I fucking
1: because like, <laughs> and I should have checked, but I, I watched. It on ah, he said the now, name.
2: Which, by the way, Funimation is so terrible. God, there's not even a next episode button. Like, I have to hit back to click the next. You gotta episode. Got to hit back down. to get to the next. Got to hit back to, yeah.
1: God, like, oh, Funimation should be joke. on the drum
2: set right now, going. Uh, but like, yeah, no, um, you know, Funimation website terrible. But I should have checked if there was a dub sub. I just automatically clicked it and automatically plays the sub. So, but no yeah, worries. damn, no yeah, because like, there's parts in the in the show yeah. for those who haven't seen it. There's parts in the show where because, like I said, Ryusuke and his sister like they lived in America for a while, and <clears throat> excuse me, there's parts where they're talking about a band called Dying Breed, and it's an American band, and like Ryusuke is friends with them, so they're speaking in English. Some of the voices are fine. And then, like, other voices, I think, for, like, the anime, like, there's, so there's, like, a record deal guy that they're talking to, like, a lot in the end, due to the guitar being stolen, uh, Lucille, or whatever, and his name is, like, what's the name again? I totally forgot, I just fucking watched it, Leon Sykes? Leon Sykes! And his voice is fine, because I think they actually got, like, an American voice actor to do his
1: voice. (laughs) But, like,
2: um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, There's no. Some, it, record
1: it sounded so much like, like hey, it was hey, like big fan an English person trying to music. speak come join to a Japanese hair. person. You know, yeah. I get what the words you're <laughs> saying, we, like, but no, big
0: bad and it's like <laughs> oh, one more so time. uncomfortable <laughs> with how you're saying this. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Which, like, it made sense for Koyuki because, like, he doesn't speak English, so he's always trying to be, like, nice to meet you, yes, or whatever, you know? But, like, yeah, other characters, when they're, like, supposed to be English first language, and, yeah, it's, it does sound a little weird. But, yeah, so I guess if you watch the dub, I would just say I'm sure you'll know the difference when they tell you because, obviously, they're all speaking in English because it's a dub. But, like, um yeah, it was funny. It was kind of funny, because, like, when Ryusuke and, and Maho, his sister Maho, would speak in English, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, we should go over there to that club, sis. <laughs> and,
1: and they speak English pretty constantly throughout this show. Yeah. It's not like a one-off gag where it's one episode, eh, you can excuse it. This is, like, a persistent aesthetic of the show, and they just put their head down and plowed through it.
2: Yeah, no, it's literally, Yeah. It's constant, even up to the last episode. Like, there's... Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, it's not that good. But, like, the you it's know, fine. the show it's is fine. good. It's all right. It's like, all right. You know, I, I understood. I got it, okay? Jeez. relax. <laughs> yeah, they even got... Like, I'm looking at Eddie Lee, who's a guitarist of Dying Breed. The Japanese voice actor for Eddie Lee was... Was... An English speaking person, Janie Vickers. Um, and then Matt Reed was voiced by one person. Leon Sykes was voiced by Ryu in Japanese, who I think is a, a rapper artist in Japan, and somebody else. But yeah, like a lot of, some of these characters are these American characters who are, who only speak American, or not American, who only speak English, they're voiced by one person in both shows, I think. So, but yeah. Which is funny, cause like, there's a part where this legendary blues guitarist meets Ryusuke and they're speaking in English.
0: <laughs> and Ryusuke is
2: like, oh, thanks, man, I appreciate it, or whatever. And he goes, he says, uh, do which is, well, you're welcome mm. in Japanese. But he says it with like his American accent, so he's like, do
1: Dashimashte, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like when I try to speak Japanese. So you know, The jalapenos. Not really too hard, I need but. to get the jalapenos. Yeah, I
2: love making fun of my mom, dude, when she speaks, like, she's Hispanic, you know? So she'll be like, she's like, Mira, get the jalapenos. I'm like, Mom, you're saying it wrong. It's jalapeno, all
0: right?
2: <laughs> like, jalapenos. It's jalapeno. It's jalapenos. She's like, get the
1: frijoles. I'm like, okay, you're saying it wrong, dude. It's fry joles, all right? <laughs> I'll have 10,000 yeah. chicken fajitas, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, that's that shit's funny.
2: But yeah, that was... Yeah, so I guess basically what you're telling me is I should watch do. the dub. Yeah,
1: I really want You know what? I probably would just really rewatch like, 30, like a couple of my favorite episodes of the dub. I'd say even just like it. some so, of the songs, yeah. just to hear how that oh, okay. sound. Yeah. would be a good starting okay. point.
2: I almost kind of want to read the, the manga. It was in Monthly Shonen. So... Yeah, it was the, in monthly Shonen up until two thousand eight. So it, obviously, it went further
1: than this show. Show only gets like it scratches on like a quarter of the way through. Like you've just seen the beginning of it. Like it's oh, so you've read it? I've read a bit of it. I haven't made it all the way to the end, but okay. The so this show, from what I remember, it goes through like you know pretty true to the manga for the first. 25 episodes, and it covers, like, I don't know, maybe 10 volumes at most. And then, like, the last episode where they, spoilers, go around and try to get (sighs) the band back together. Like, that is, like, a couple volumes right there. They just squeezed it all together. So, even with that, you're only, like, a third of the way there. Mm -hmm. So, there's a lot more to this that uh, you get to experience. Now, of course, you don't get the benefit of hearing music in a music show, Sure. But now you have a good baseline in your head of what baseline, uh, which, of what you can imagine their style of music is and what they sound like. Which I want to point out like two things, by the way. Because like the manga
2: started in 1999 and we got the first volume via Tokyo Pop in 2005. And unfortunately, we all know what happened to Tokyo Pop. So uh, after volume 12, that stopped. So now it's on Comixology, which is okay, I guess. Um, the second thing I want to point out is that there's a soundtrack out there, um, called, hold on, less, I read this earlier today and I think it's important just for people who want to read the manga. Uh, damn it, where is it? A Grateful Sound Tribute to Beck was released as a promotional collectible for the Beck manga. So I guess, like, if you want to hear, like, what I what I guess you would hear there, other than, like, the anime, the songs in the anime, which I think are also important, especially the songs by Beck. Um, the Grateful Sound tribute to Beck is also, might be, the way to go as well. That came out in 2002, and it counts as a soundtrack to a manga, which, like, how many m- mangas can you say has a sound, his own soundtrack, right? Which I think is pretty sick.
1: Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I- the soundtrack is in the names that's true (laughs) But, but but true you're not wrong
2: yeah also i do want to point something out speaking of the soundtrack in the show which mitch has already said is really fucking good so just like you know fucking go listen to it um but like they obviously use real life musicians to like be like the you know just like in the scott pilgrim movie like right
0: like like, yeah, um, the they were using um, Beat Crusader, which is the band that does the intro. Uh, that band does all the music for it. Except... With the voice actors,
2: obviously. Except for two songs uh, that we hear seconds of at the end the in pillows. Tyra's new band, which are The Pillows. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, dude. Oh, uh, Last I Dinosaur was... and another song. I think it's Advice. From ha- Advice, that's right, from Happy Bivouac, which is... P- Arguably
1: one of the best Pillows records. But yeah. I, I did not remember that for my first time watching. And watching that last episode, I was like, I know this. I know, it's the Pillows. It's the Pillows. And I was having a little fanboy moment because they're pretty great. The Pillows!
2: And then also I think Meister is another band that does some stuff. But like, yeah. like, I mean, it's this, in my opinion, I'll just say it right now, and this is coming from someone who's who has was like I'm in love with Kaon and Given. Both of those anime are great. But like as a musician, I'm and I might be biased. The three of us might be biased because we've been there. Mm. We understand half of the stuff that's happening in the show. It's like one of the best music anime out there, in my opinion. Yeah. Like if like it's and let's 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 even just like dumb it down a little bit. Like not even just or beyond a band anime right where it centers on a band just music in general like better than your line april in my opinion better than all that like it's it's so good it's uh not it's better so than
1: detroit metal city though oh you're right
2: nope sorry you're right detroit metal city City's
1: <laughs> pretty up there and uh, yeah, actually, detroit metal City. the snow white notes from this season uh, it's all about shami yeah family. that's
0: that's got a fucking fantastic soundtrack i heard that shit was
1: lit it it is. i haven't watched it it oh, does it it is. slap i know i've been saying that word too much of this episode but it's not wrong jeez i think it makes sense i the think i'm basis. gonna
0: have to i think i'm gonna have to pull you guys into doing more of these music themed animes jeez
2: you're going to have to like it's
0: i'm, go- I'm gonna have to the next time i want to do like uh a detroit fuck it planning on the pod Next time I have you guys out, we're going to do uh, Detroit Metal City. That's the fucking best <laughs> movie. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm down. You to have to watch the live action movie too, because the live action's hilarious. Yes, yes, obviously we'll watch the live action. <laughs> I will put the time in to watch these movies. Yeah, dude. And
1: show. Uh, spoiler, yeah. don't watch Stop. White Album 2. That's another music one. Uh, don't oh, watch come it. on. <laughs> come on. It's uh, too wild. As, okay. I can't handle it. <laughs>
2: As a romance it's pretty I think it's pretty nifty. But yeah, like maybe not as a music Yeah, show not
1: as a music breakdown. <laughs> yeah. As an but emotional yeah. breakdown, maybe, but <laughs> Yeah. hmm Anyway, sorry. Back back to Beck. So so what are some of your
0: guys' favorite uh parts from the movie or the show?
1: Um, I, I feel like a lot of people like adore Beck and really connect to Koyuki and I feel like the core of that is like obviously being in the band, but kind of just being in that same, you know, trying to find your place in the world, kind of being intimidated and maybe alert at the same time by, like, women who seem worldly and knowledgeable. Uh, Maybe you connect to that old single dude with plenty of hobbies but no happiness, even though he's a perverted, creepy weirdo. Uh, I feel like each of these characters, you can bond with at one moment or another, and I think that you know, it's not Oh, remember that time where he played the song really good? It's not so much that, but it's the small slice-of-life character moments that I really enjoy. When Chiba doesn't have the dream that everyone else has, and he feels left out. Like, just all those little moments are really what make this entire show shine.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with that. And I like... um I like the coming-of-age part, too. I do like that. Because it it's what keeps the story going, obviously. But it doesn't just... It's so weird because so much shit happens in it. But you're still able to focus on the coming-of-age part of Koyuki. It doesn't, like... It's, it's weird. It's almost like it jumps all over the place without jumping all over the place. Like, I was still focused on the band. I still knew what was happening with the festival, with the shows, the developing relationship between Koyuki and the the other girls' characters, you know, and the shit with Ryusuke and the guitar, you know, with Leon and stuff. All of that was happening, and I was still able to follow Koyuki's story, which is the main driving force, you know, of everything in, in Beck, you know, so it's like, I don't know, I think my favorite moment, honestly, my favorite moment has to be probably the end where they do the festival. Just cause it's really cool, you know, you're just like, yeah. and plus it, I, I might also, I might also be biased because like, I haven't been to a concert in forever cause, uh, you know, the Rona, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think next to the festival scene, I think my other one it's it's really more of the like the romance angle that this show tends to have is when uh Maho and uh Kyo- uh Kyo- fuck, Ko- Koyuki goddamn words um are uh, in the pool and uh it's nighttime and they're all swimming you look up at the moon and they both just start singing like that moment's just really fucking good to it just oh. I, I get all warm and fuzzy when I watch that scene
2: yeah, all of the moments in that are just like, oh man.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You're like cheering them on and shit, like it's really
0: good. Yeah. And us, it's just, I, I honestly compared to the anime, music anime shows that I have seen, this is probably one of the more well written from a musician's point of view compared to, you know, K-On and Stuff like that. And I'm assuming you guys are probably on the same board, unless there is another anime that you can think of that's a little bit better than this.
1: Mm. Sorry about, like, representing the music?
0: Just a- as a whole, like, the whole, like... As a whole, it's one of the, like, well-written music-themed animes.
1: Yeah, I- I'm definitely with some. I would recommend checking out Given. It's a little more... Like, interpersonal band drama, rather than like outside forces, you know, messing with people's lives, but it's probably worth checking out for sure. Um, yeah, this is a pretty great representation of what it's like to be in the band. I wish they had spent more time of them, like, writing. We don't see much of their creative process. They kind of just, we get a two second clip of them saying, oh, we, practice in the studio and all of a sudden we have like a whole new slate of songs hey Ruski listen to this real quick yeah okay new song like <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't yeah. know I guess I wanted
1: uh, more yeah. of that but it wasn't what, terrible
2: every like you, you know those like musical bi- biopic movies we have and stuff Yeah. The um, what was the last one that just came out Bohemian Rhapsody I guess is like one of the latest yeah. ones you know they, there's that big studio scene where they write um,
0: we will rock you
2: that one and the think, other... What's the other right. one? The fucking... You know, that everybody fucking sings
0: in oh, the Oh, B.A.M.E. and Rhapsody.
2: Oh, the name of the fucking movie. Yeah, sorry, I'm an idiot. Okay, I... <laughs> why did my brain fart just there? I'm so stupid. No one listened to me. Okay, sorry. But, like, there's that whole studio scene, you know? Every music... Something or other, whether it's an anime, movie, TV show, or whatever... You have to have the studio scene, man. You have mm. to have it. And I know that maybe they they probably decided to skip it because this is a fictional band and you wouldn't really know like it's not a biopic right like the reason why they have the studio shots is because they want to show you writing the writing process of this song that everyone knows about but like even for a fictional band i would have loved to see like a little studio scene that would have been cool like i'm with mason on that one it would have been cool to see like it's like you know like making koyuki like redo it five times like nope You're wasting tape, you bitch. Redo it. You fucking... You broke the string on this. Now we gotta do it all over again. We gotta pay for more tape. You gotta work at your Chinese restaurant job for another two weeks to pay for more tape. (laughs) Like, that would have been relatable
1: as fuck, dude. Like, the studio time. Especially when they could have put that in, but they spent so much time with, like, a cultural festival that meant nothing. Or some other, like, mundane thing that was like, we could have cut this for something else. Mm. And you could have yeah you could have done a
0: whole episode where it was them going and doing all this in one episode you didn't have to like most of your story is based around they're getting ready for a festival
2: yeah especially some of those slow parts in the, like the first seven episodes or so yeah
1: and and i get that like, like we don't see them grinding away too much like they kind of just get big but like another thing that kind of irked me was like koyuki spends like all this time like learning guitar workshopping his skills like you know, doing all that, becoming the musician. But really what makes him a standout person is his singing voice, which is something he has from the very beginning that he doesn't practice at all. And like, that's his ticket to success. It was like all his work and effort, like amounted to none of what made him or Beck good. It was just, well, he's already a great singer. So there you go. That's all you need Mm -hmm. to be good. And it's like, well, you kind of aren't giving as much credit to his, you know, the process of, practice but mm. you know it's it's small peanuts mm. yeah i would say overall
2: any complaints i would have about it is yeah like small like small peanuts for sure little mm. things here and there that it's like well i would have loved to see this but i still enjoyed it you know
0: yeah i I'm, I'm on the same i'm on the same boat like maybe if we got more like yeah a little bit more show studio or show us more uh, show us another like dive bar gig you know where it's like the rooms full of smoke because there's people smoking in there and it smells like stale cigarettes and everything else you know that the grimy club scene that a lot of musicians go through you know it'd be great to have something like that but
1: Uh, we did get Koyuki wearing like this like big like winter jacket and like shades that was kind of funny I should mention, like, visually, Beck is not a very strong show. Like, I know it's Madhouse, but it's kind of all over the place with, like, wonky walk animations. Mm. I think the CG use and, like, zooming shots for the instruments actually worked pretty well, but they're, like, far from, like, Mm. any Kyoto animation masterpiece. Like, and often whatever they're showing, like, doesn't match the sound at all. And it's, like, a lot of the same, like, crowds, like, cycling through the same, like, two to three frames, like... They definitely cut, <laughs> cut budget and time on it wherever they could. Mm. So if you're looking for yeah, a beautiful so, thing, maybe, maybe look elsewhere. But I don't know, it's got charm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amateurish, but despite everything, it's, it's got that heart, so. Yeah. I'm with you. know, you know with
0: it's that, it's, that. it's that early 2000s animation, you know? It's, it really is, you know? I think like it's the kind of anime that I I would love to see a remake and then give it the more episode treatment, stretch out past the 26 episodes that it originally had and you know make it look pretty cuz there's animated there's an- music anime now that like it's so clean on everything. So it's like Beck would probably
1: do good if it got a remake. I don't know if it needs it though. I think It's got the charm that, you know, Mm. if it looked too pristine and too on top, then you really, some of the other issues might pop up. Like, you know, why is the symbolism so weak? Why does the Dying Breed movie look that bad? Why is, you know, why are they in the tent before their big performance? They're in the tent, but then Hiromi just walks up to them and talks to them. Why is their tent in the middle of the crowd? Like, why did they frame it like that? Like, (laughs) Mm. there's kind of like a you know, the, the animation kind of hides a lot of the other issues and just keeps them under the surface, so maybe you don't want to see all the details, but <laughs> maybe that's just me.
2: Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where from episode to episode you can tell, like, which which got more of the budget or not from, like, you know, episode to episode. Um, and there are some parts where they kind of just did, they just did them however, you know? Um, but yeah, there's a certain charm of it. Otherwise, for the time, I would say that the animation is pretty good for the time. The backgrounds were painted very nicely. It's, it's also one of those aesthetic feel animes, like Japanese aesthetic animes, where like this is what Tokyo looks like, this is what Shibuya looks like. Really cool. You know, the colors are kind of toned down in that sense, which I really appreciate. And even when they were showing parts when they were in America, like when Koyuki's showing all the photos at the end, I thought those photos were super real. Like, those are band tour photos. Like, if you're mm. going to take photos... Oh, yeah. Like, they're, <laughs> like if you're going to take photos on tour, that's what they would honestly look like. Like, just fucking around yeah, the, and have goofing the ban- off.
0: You got to get the band shot where everyone's in front of, like, your moving trailer or whatever you're traveling in. Yeah. You know, everyone's got to have their hands in the pockets trying to look cool. Yeah.
2: Or, <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> and um but yeah the like i even like when they were in parts of america um the way they drew like leon sykes's studio the way they painted that background or that that office was really cool very i think the backgrounds are very nice very very
0: nice hmm. yeah and uh all right so uh i mean i i think this is probably the perfect time to uh Hit up uh, that rating game and uh, probably get close to wrapping this uh, bitch up. So, uh, first and foremost, on uh, the lovable website that everyone goes to, my anime list. Most people go to
1: this boo, website. Boo, any list uh, forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Follow M-A-K-L-A-X. Nice boo
2: this man, boo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I am... A strong believer of the uh, the uh, my anime list I do apologize I'm a strong believer so, uh, of having my
1: site crash once every couple days and
0: <laughs> <laughs> so on now uh, mal Beck is currently scored at an eight point three one and as by hundred fifteen thousand six hundred and thirty two users um, it is ranked number 217 the popularity of it is number five hundred eighty five. With two hundred and seventy-four thousand two hundred ninety-two members claiming they have seen this in some capacity, holy numbers! What is your guys' uh,
1: rating of this?
0: Hmm.
1: Do, uh, do I have to go first? I guess I guess I'll go first. I've been kind of throwing myself under the bus. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm <laughs> a pretty harsh scorer of shows uh I will say I originally had Beck at a 7 out of 10 when I watched it uh on the rewatch though I did lower it to a 6 out of 10. I think it's a good show I think it's solid I think for the people that it connects to I can absolutely understand why it's a 10 out of 10 the music and everything is solid in it but it is a little too slow a lot of contrived situations, a lot of moments where I wish they had spent that time elsewhere, and it just, despite the charm and heart, there's just too many flaws for me to give it much more than that. So a strong Char- six out of ten could be a light seven on a uh, if the light was hitting me a little differently, but that's what I'm going to go with. I'm sorry. Um,
2: I give it seven and a half probably would give it eight if it wasn't for some of the things Mason mentioned. Like, you know, how they spent their time doing certain things over others. It was a very slow start, too. Um, a lot of it was like they just wanted to show, you know, Kayuki's development in the beginning, and it just took a little longer than I would have hoped, I think. Also, didn't really care to see him swimming a shit ton in the beginning. Like, I just, you know. Um, other than that, with everything I've said this past hour and a half
0: i would give it a
2: seven and a half love it
0: mm. um ah, geez uh so when i first watched this uh if i had to give it a rating uh it was probably like a six because i'm like oh the animation's gross Bleah. um but after re-watching a bunch of times it was a nine for the longest time but um after rewatching like the last the first three episodes And compared to the stuff I have watched, um, I have moved it down from a 9, and I put it to an 8. Personal rating, it's an 8.5 for me. 8.5. I just, I love, I just, I love the show. And it's one of the animes I will always go back to. It's it's on the same uh, page as Dragon Ball Z and Full Metal Alchemist. Like, I'll watch those shows over and over again and never get tired of it. And yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think we can all agree. 10 out of 10 opening.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. OP. Fuck yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: Yep. I also want to mention this really quick. If you go on Funimation, you can watch it for free with a free account. Don't have to pay for it. Because, you know, Beck is obviously an older anime. It's just on there for free. I do have to tell you this, though. You can't type in Beck. It only, on Funimation, it only goes by Mongolian Chop Squad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, that is the that is the, the shitty thing, is if you are looking for it, it's under the the uh, other name to it, which is, yeah, the Mongolian Chop Squad.
2: Yeah. Which, like, in the anime, the reason why that is is because they couldn't take the name back in America, so when they were selling records in America, they had to change the name to Mongolian Chop Squad,
0: which... I mean, that's still a dope band name,
2: though. It kind of reminds me of Asian Kung Fu Generation,
0: <laughs> Yeah, which is, yeah, like, yeah. Uh,
2: they did a couple openings for Naruto, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude.
0: And, yeah, no, like, uh, it's it's still a good anime. Like, if you guys, if the people at home just want to watch a fun little coming-of-age romance music drama and you don't want to watch K-On!, um, check out Beck. Uh, Beck is definitely a good show. And, ah, man, more people need to talk about this show, you know. It, it's, it's a... Yeah, it's got its, you know, its flaws. But, you know, of the time, 2004... No, looking at it with a a 2021 lens, yeah, it's the animation's wonky and everything else, but I mean, that's the same if you were to go and watch an anime from the 90s. And 90s animation's gonna be all wonky and crap, too, but no, if you wanna watch a really decent music anime, definitely check out Back. You will probably not be disappointed, but there are some, you know, snobs out there that'd probably look at it and be like, PQ, I don't watch anything past 2010. Not saying any names. Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call them
1: snobs. I'd call them... Uh, I don't know. Sorry, I had, a, I had a chest thing for a second.
0: <laughs> yeah, be cultured. Check out shit that's, like, older than 2010. You'll find some gems. Yeah, Mason. But... Um, uh, do you guys
1: have <laughs> the... Hey now, hey now. Let me, let me look at my stats really quick. Let me see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I got him questioning it like, oh wait a second, hold on. Oh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna flaunt the, the numbers. <laughs> so uh, what is, um, if you guys had to suggest a, uh, a band for people to check out, that is kind of in the same vein as Beck. Ooh. What is a band you guys would suggest? That's
2: a great
1: question. Oh boy, uh, I don't know. So I'm going to say The Pillows because it was in the show and they did the music for Fooly Cooly, which is a Fantastic show, Uh, which is going to be our
0: next episode on talking anime. So that's are you doing?
1: all three versions of it. Just the main one. What do we? I'm I'm doing whatever one shows up on Funimation. Ooh, ooh. Have you ever seen it?
0: I I have watched like the first episode, but that was like a a couple months ago. So I'm rewatching it from the beginning.
1: Oh dude, I'm I'm concerned actually right now. I'm going to Funimation.com. You're going to hear all my clicking. Check it, check it. Because I'm very it. concerned that all that will be up there is, like, progressive and alternative.
0: I'm going on it, too, just... Because I know it's on here. I, I queued it up on my uh, my watch list. Okay, it looks watch list is like just, it's
1: just the original from 2000, so you're safe.
0: Ugh. I had my heart racing there for a second. I would have to go and search deep diving into the... Uh, Wonderful world of uh, the uh, interwebs, the black interwebs. Gotcha.
1: No, fully Uh Not for everyone, but a top tier show. One of my favorites, and the pillows are mm. phenomenal. I would say, uh,
2: well, there was <laughs> when they were showing like just like a little montage of other bands in um at the festival part. They did show a guy who looked exactly like Zach De la Rocha from rage against the machine um, <laughs> and Chiba the lead singer of the of, ba- of Beck is based yeah. off of like early Zach de la Rocha um so I would say like I would say early rage against the machine except minus the political part you know because I obviously rage against the machine they're lyrically they're super you know uh, anti-capitalist anti-government I would say it's it's definitely kind of like that sound because the song, their song, they do it a lot where it's, where he's like "Typhoon, Typhoon 24 in the beginning. You know, um, that song is very kind yeah, of reminiscent very much of, a, of
0: yeah of Rage. Early, uh, rage yeah.
2: So I would say that, or probably I don't know, man. Even like uh, even like um, fuck. Actually, I would just say Rage probably. Or oh, even Queens of the Stone Age, maybe a little bit. Early Queens of Stone Age? Yeah, I could see both of those. Yeah, a little bit, you know? Yeah, I would say like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, if anything, you could almost go with, like... I hate to realize... There's, like, a couple, like... When I first watched this anime, I'm like, oh, I really love the soundtrack. It gives off, of, like, rage vibes. And I also got, like, small hinges of, like... Especially when it's the, you know, the typhoon typhoon. Uh, I used to get like vi- uh, new metal vibes from that. Yeah. And it, it's it's definitely if you're looking for something like new uh new metal style, I mean like you got corn. you got like Limp Bizkit. Don't punish yourself and lis- listen to Limp Bizkit. Find something else. I'm sorry I suggested it.
1: Uh <laughs> uh Wes <laughs> Borland though is a is a madman genius. He kind of is. Yes. Yes. And uh so if I had to pick a band, like, something almost like them is, like,
0: early Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, before oh, they were, yeah. like, super funky, like, their first uh, two albums, Yeah. when they were, like, a punk band, kinda, I would almost say, check out the first two Chili Peppers albums before they went super funky. Mm-hmm. Would probably be the, like, because obviously, you know, uh mean bass slapping uh god of this anime is basically styled after Flea. He plays the Stingray bass. He plays without a shirt on. He's basically Flea. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, uh, check out the first two albums of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's like something I could say would be close to like back. And uh, so with that being said, uh, is there anything else you guys want to like uh, throw out there, like plug stuff like that before uh, we sign off?
1: Uh, just, you know, the usual. Check out Twitter, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, whatever. Just go to Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast. That's where you can find the source to hear more about my terrible takes on uh, bands and soundtracks and anime. That's where you can find me. Uh, you can find me
2: and Danny and Nick uh links.animesummit.net. you can find everywhere to listen where to subscribe join the discord and then I obviously um highly suggest joining the talking anime discord as well and also you know anime summit's all about just like gassing people up all the fucking time and this week i'm putting out another episode like our episodes coming out on friday and i'm putting out another episode this week as an extra episode um, cause I'm doing a little some, 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 sum for the listeners, and you should listen to it.
0: <laughs> a little, a little some, some a little, you know? some.
2: a little some, 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 some. Some, <laughs> some, 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 <laughs>
0: some, And, um, obviously you can find me, obviously. Yeah, 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 you can, yeah, find, yeah, yeah. Me yeah, yeah. You can find me here every <laughs> Thursday on Talking Anime, uh, with my, uh, my side piece, uh, Sky. Uh, and, um, the other place you can find me, uh, Isekai, my, uh, lovely, uh, we're not really a D and D podcast anymore. We we've evolved and you guys will be seeing this very soon. Um, if you guys actually want to see us play tabletop games in the, uh, realm of Isakide, uh, we are officially joining the Twitch game, uh, this week. Um, I'll have the links out on my social medias, uh, Anything talking anime network, uh, always linked to the show. Uh, yes, we will be doing our first live stream Twitch game for our episode. I think it would be episode seven, but it's our like second ish, third ish, um, episode with, um, Gachi being our, uh, DM and the chaos that is going to be ensuing. Uh you can check us out on uh, Gachi's uh Twitch channel. Obviously, like I said, links will be below for everything. Uh for talking anime and obviously the Saw and Mason's stuff too. Will also, the links will be below. Um and with that being said, you all just listen to the hashtag best <laughs> worst anime podcast around. I have been Mitch.
1: And I've been Mason because I don't know if they are still doing that thing. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I'm messing it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. And I'm and, and I'm, I'm
2: Hank Williams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you guys next time on Talking Anime. <laughs> Keep <laughs> on <laughs> slapping, <laughs> people.
2: Shall we b-box the Seinfeld theme right now?
1: A bit. <laughs> <laughs>